0: This is the Lord's gate. The righteous will enter through it. I will give thanks to you because you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This came from the Lord. It is wondrous in his sight. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm one hundred eighteen nineteen 19-24. Good morning, IBCM. Thank you for joining uh, with me again this morning for our daily devotional. It's wonderful to be together and spend this time together in prayer and in God's word. It is very important for us to get a good day, a good start to our day, and it is always my prayer and my hope and my goal that this time together each morning will be just that, to help us, each one of us, get a good start to our day. Well, we woke up again this morning to rain, didn't we? It seems like the rain will never end. There's, I think, three tropical storms north of us in mainland China and Japan that are uh, sucking up uh, moisture from Indonesia and Malaysia. I was looking at the radar uh, this morning earlier, and it seems like there's just this this circle of moisture that keeps uh, rotating through our country. That's why we call this season the rainy season or the monsoon season, right? Well, I know that sometimes uh, day after day when it rains like this, it's easy for us to get a little bit um, weary, sometimes even depressed. Yesterday, uh, the sun came out for a little while, and uh, it was such such a blessing to see the sunshine. Well, in, in many ways, God's Word is like the sunshine that comes to us each time we open it. And study it so uh, on this rainy Wednesday may this time in prayer and God's Word be like a ray of sunshine that encourages us that lifts us up and uh, equips us for the day today we're going to continue in our reading of Paul's letter to Titus in the New Testament I I sensed the Lord saying to me this morning when I was having my own personal time alone with God that uh, we need to slow down and spend some time in Titus chapter 2. So we're going to do just that. In fact, today we're just going to look at verse 1 in Titus chapter 2. But before we read uh, verse 1 in Titus chapter 2 and think about, meditate through what God is teaching us in that word, let's spend some time in prayer. So would you join with me as I lead us through a time of Prayer, talking and listening, talking to and listening to God. So, join with me in prayer, and there, where you are, uh, maybe you're alone or maybe you're with other members of your family. Let's just spend a moment praising God for who He is. Mention to God right there uh, where you are. Mention to God all the attributes, all the all the um, uh, wonderful characteristics of God that you are experiencing daily. Praise Him for His grace, His mercy, His patience, His forgiveness, His power, His compassion. So just mention to God all those things that you are grateful for about who He is. Mention to God uh, how uh, well you feel loved by Him as His child. Just praise God for a moment. If uh, you might even want to sing, a song of praise to God. We read from Psalm 18 uh, a, a verse that we often put to music. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it this is the day this is the day that the Lord has made and we rejoice we do rejoice in you Lord you are our strength as the psalmist wrote you are the cornerstone of our lives and it's a wonderful thing and we praise you now let's ask the Holy Spirit to bring to our minds words or deeds, or attitudes that were not pleasing to him yesterday. Perhaps you have already confessed those sins to God, and there's no reason to confess them again. But Holy Spirit, bring to mind anything, any attitude, any deed, any word, any action, any form of behavior that we have not confessed to you that that is sin, that is displeasing to you. We pray that you will forgive us. Forgive me, Lord, cleanse us, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. We confess to you, Lord, that though we are growing in spiritual maturity, we have many growth points and we have weaknesses. And we thank you that in our weakness you are made strong and we praise you that your grace is more abundant than our sin. Now, let's spend some time in intercession asking the Lord, to provide the needs, uh, first of all, of these people today, let's lift up Pastor Ray, one of our church planters in Pangasinan. Uh, lift him up and ask that the Lord fill him with wisdom and insight. That God will, that the Holy Spirit will protect and guard his heart, so that he can be a dynamic and uh, effective church planter in Pangasinan. Lift up his family and ask the Lord to provide all of their their needs. In the same way, let's pray for Pastor Dennis in Leyte, our church planter there, who is working with three separate congregations. Lift Pastor Dennis up to the Lord and ask the Lord to sustain his strength and his energy and his vitality. Ask the Lord to give him discernment in knowing Uh, among the many things that he must do how to prioritize his time and to uh, attend to the urgent but also not neglecting those things that uh, are the daily common activities of uh, an effective church planter pray also that he as well as Ray will grow in the knowledge of Christ and in the knowledge of the word Let's lift up Pastor Ray and Pastor Dennis and ask that the Lord bring them workers for the harvest and that um, there would be uh, the salvation of many as these two church planters and their churches share the gospel in Pangasinan and in Leyte. Now, let's lift up these uh, three people who are sick and need physical healing. Let's pray again for Kelly. Kelly. Who is in the hospital and is suffering from intense pain and the doctors are not absolutely certain what's causing the pain let's lift Kelly up and pray for God's healing and pray that God will give the doctors insight and wisdom in knowing the source of the pain and the best treatment for her let's continue to pray for hope who is suffering from stage 4 breast cancer and let's pray that God will provide her healing, that God will provide her comfort and peace, that God will encourage Pastor Adora, her husband, and her, their three teenage children. Let's pray that they will be a light in their city of Medellin, Cebu. And if you would, I would like for you to pray for my uh, youngest sister, Carly, who in the past few weeks has had several um allergic reactions and the doctors are not sure what's causing them they have an idea but they're not certain so please lift up carly uh, today and ask the lord to bring her healing and ask the lord to give doctors uh, wisdom and knowing the source of those allergies and let's lift up the parkone family again today and let's pray that god will encourage them as they are still in the grieving process of the loss of their loss of their son kevin to covid we pray lord that the park Homes will be encouraged that they will know that their church family though they are all the way in uh um elo uh separated by water and my and kilometers we are praying for them and loving them and lifting them up to you now let's pray for our church leadership Our church leaders have some really important decisions to make as we look to the future as we manage the financial challenges we're having as a church during this pandemic so lord we lift up our church leaders and pray that you will sustain their courage that you will give them wisdom and discernment that they will be uh, focused and fixed on christ jesus and the mission that you've given our church and that together we will provide sound leadership our church so that we can be faithful to making disciples of all the nations. Now, Lord, we just want to say again how much we love you and how much we appreciate this time to be praying together, though we're each on our own devices and not in the same room. We are brothers and sisters. We are a community, a family of faith. At any Anytime we can gather together to pray and to, to search your scriptures, it is a meaningful time. We thank you for uh, this time together and we pray in Christ's name that as we search and study your scriptures that you will make known the deep truths of of God and that we will be faithful in obedience and we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, let's read Titus chapter 2 verse 1. But you are to proclaim things consistent with sound Teaching. Now, remember, Paul is uh, giving instruction to Titus, whom he has left behind on the island of Crete to build up the churches there. Uh, the island of Crete uh, was experiencing some spiritual battles, some spiritual warfare. There were false teachers who had come to the island, and there was a, also just a battle with the flesh. We read in verse. Uh, 12 of chapter 1 the uh, prevailing attitude of most of the people on the island liars evil and lazy gluttons and so it was very important that the pastors of the churches on crete provide sound teaching so we're going to take our time through chapter 2 because in chapter 2 uh, paul builds on that phrase sound teaching and then describes in verses 2 through 10 the ethical demands of God's Word. And in verses 11 to 15, Paul reminds Titus of the truth about who Christ is, his ministry and our relationship with him. We are uh, ambassadors of Christ, and we need to make sure that we have sound Teaching. Let me talk about the importance of sound teaching just for a moment, if you'll allow me the privilege just to use uh, just some experiences I've had in the past two years that serve to remind us the importance of sound teaching in life. As you all know, in the past couple of years, uh, a couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer. And so in the last couple of years, I've had a major surgery to remove the cancer. I had uh, 37 um, radiation treatments, and also, after the radiation treatments were over, I had uh, another surgery to repair uh, three hernias in my abdomen. Two surgeries, 37 radiation treatments in two years. I don't say that to make you feel sorry for me. That's not the point. The point is sound teaching. When, When I had those surgeries and endured those 37 radiation treatments, I wanted to make sure that those surgeons and technicians and all the people that were involved in the surgeries, the anesthesiologists, and all those people, they had been taught well, the proper care of a patient, that they knew exactly how to perform the surgery, how to administer anesthesia, how to administer the radiation therapy. I wanted to make sure that they knew exactly what they were doing. My life, was in their hands. Sound teaching, where they went to school, where they studied, how they uh, passed the tests, and the, bar ex- the the board exams, that was really important to me. I checked out on, in their office their diplomas to make sure they had one and where they went to school. I quizzed the surgeons about their experience and uh, with the the surgeries that they were going to perform on me. Sound teaching was critical to my physical health. Another example, Uh, a month or so ago, Cindy and I, uh, almost a month ago, about three and a half weeks ago, Cindy and I flew from the US back home to Manila here in the Philippines. That included three flights, a very short flight from Birmingham to Atlanta. uh, a second flight from Atlanta to Seoul, South Korea, and a third flight from from Seoul to Manila. The third flight, the last flight, was relatively short, not too long, about four hours or so. But that middle flight from Atlanta to Seoul was 14 and a half hours, much of which was over the Pacific Ocean. It was really important to us that the pilot knew what he was doing. It was really important to us that the pilot had received adequate training in flying a large jet airplane full of passengers. You see, sound teaching is critical to life. We are ambassadors of Christ. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. The glory of God is to be displayed in our character, in our speech, in our attitudes, in our relationships. The whole world is depending, whether they know it or not, the whole world is depending upon the holy character and the effective witness of the gospel in the members of God's household, the church. There are seven and a half billion people on this planet and most of them, about five billion of them, do not have a relationship with God and there are millions of people who have never even heard the gospel. We are responsible for the gospel. We are responsible for the glory of God. We are responsible for living out our relationship with Christ in a way that makes him known. With such a responsibility, with such a holy calling, we better know what we're doing. And so sound teaching is critical, not only for our spiritual maturity, For our growth in the knowledge of christ and his word not only for the effective work of our church but for the sake of the gospel and for those who have not yet heard or not yet trusted in christ as savior that is why sound teaching sound doctrine is critical not to form a list of do's and don'ts that we have to pay attention to but to form our hearts so that we live a holy life, a life that pleases God. But we cannot know what is holy, what is pleasing, without studying the Scripture. When we look back at chapter 1, verse 12, we see not only a description of the Cretans, but we see a description of the flesh. People who were separated from God by sin. False teaching feeds the flesh. Sound teaching feeds the soul. Christ has won the battle for our soul, but the enemy works against us. He is battling against us to distract us, to tempt us to live an unholy life, to speak unholy words, to have unholy attitudes, to have unholy relationships, so that our witness is not bright and powerful. So when we do not give attention to sound teaching, when we listen to false teachers, we're feeding the flesh rather than feeding the soul. So I want to encourage us over the next several days as we read and meditate through the remainder of chapter two, To pay very close attention to this sound teaching, which Paul thought was critical for the life of the church in Crete, critical for the spread of the gospel on that island. Let's make sure that we're paying attention to God's word in the next few days so that we can learn what is right, what is holy, what is pleasing to God, so that we can know what we are doing with our responsibility to be ambassadors of Christ in a world full of liars and evil and spiritually lazy people, people who are glutton for worldly pleasures but are starving to death for um, the truth that gives them eternal life. Father, we thank you for your word and we want to say to you that as we Take our time to the next chapter of Titus, and maybe even chapter 3 as well, that we, we need your sound teaching. As we're, as we're walking through, slowly through these passages, we pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will awaken us to the truth and to the sound teaching of your Word. <clears throat> Lord, it is very likely that there are going to be some teachings in this chapter that are going to be uncomfortable for us, that are going to be a challenge to us, that might even seem hard or impossible. But we have your Spirit who equips and empowers us. And so, Lord, we're praying that we will be humble, that we will be teachable, and that we will be ready to apply and obey your Word. Lord, we are honored and humbled that you've called us to be ambassadors of christ to be the light of the world to be the salt of the earth we are humbled and amazed and even astonished that you have given us the responsibility to share the gospel in this world to make you known it is a huge responsibility and one that we could never carry out on our own but we have your spirit and you have equipped and empowered us And we are so grateful that you have given us your word to teach us and to train us to know what we are doing as your ambassadors, as your disciples, as your witnesses in this world. Thank you for that. Lord, we pray that this day we will honor you with our lives, with our lips, with our hearts, with our minds, with our attitudes, with everything about us. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit will equip us to love you with all of our heart, mind, body, soul, and strength so that through our living, you will receive glory and you will be made known to those around us as a glorious, compassionate, rescuing God. Thank you, and we praise you in Christ's name, amen. Well, have a great day today, and I pray that uh, as you live out, as we all live out our day today, that we will indeed, in word and deed, bring glory to God. God bless you. Have a great day, and I look forward to being with you in the morning.